an amazing, amazing movie. This 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 film, um, I actually saw it uh, last, uh, I think, two weeks ago, I think, and I took uh, three children with autism with me to see it, and it was amazing. It was oh, just just amazing um, from beginning to end. And I even I'm including the, the volcano short because I thought that was just incredibly beautiful. Yeah, so, we're proud of that too. We're listen. We're thank you, and we're so proud of the movie. I've spent a, a good hunk of my life working on it, about five years all, all in, and uh, uh, you know, I always believed in it. It was a hard movie, but now that it's out and it's being very warmly received, we're, we're, we're just we're thrilled about the whole thing. When when you when you set out to do this, um, how how did you come up with the with the the aspect of of, uh, of a control room with the with with the different feelings and and that all kind of coming together? Because the film really sets it up very beautifully. It it it, um, you know, especially because, you know, she's a young mind. Yeah. She, she's young. So they're all kind of, kind of learning how to, how to work together. And I thought you really did that wonderfully well. Can you talk a little bit about maybe how, how you guys uh, came up with that and, and, yeah. and how that manifested itself during production? Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that it, that it worked and it felt right because it was a lot of labor. It didn't always work that well in the story. I mean, we had to rework the story and the writing and the design numerous times, as we do with all these films, to make it work. But what we thought was important, and, and I think the film, um, this ended up in the film, was the script. You could imagine the script and the beat outline as we were coming up with this stuff without all the visuals of the movie. It leaned a lot towards science fiction, you know, control panels and screens and buttons and knobs. And we didn't want it to feel too clinical. We wanted it to feel whimsical and fun. Pete Docter, the director, I mean, he's really the source of the the story and the creator of the story. He said something early on that, that we really hung on to, which was he wanted this to be the, the mind as opposed to the brain. We didn't want it to be literal, you know, inner space and so forth. So we just thought about, okay, we're going to personify emotions. What, what should they look like? How do they feel to us? And uh, the fact that they sort of helped pilot us, we did a lot of research. And one of the things we found in the research talking to neurologists and scientists and so forth was, and this sounds very simple, it's almost embarrassing to admit this now, but I, as we started off to make the movie, I didn't even think of emotions as having a reason to be, if that makes sense. You know, I you know, thought about emotions, but not that they would have specific jobs, but like there's a reason that you have disgust, for example. And so this idea in the research that they had jobs kind of led to the idea, well, they, they would have a, a room where they would work, they'd be coming to work every day, and they'd be doing their best to, um, you know, do a good job and so forth. So all this narrative back and forth led to this idea of a control panel and a, what we call the consciousness screen and how memories might work. And it was, it was a lot of feel with a little dash of science to try to make sure that it was somewhat authentic. Well, and, and you, you, you did such an incredible job in terms of casting. I mean, each, each, of, those, each of those characters, um, you know, has just the perfect voice. And, and they're not, uh, you know, they're all likable. They all make sense. And, and, they, and, and, you, all, and you feel for every one of them. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, you know, sadness, you know, sadness is, is, is just such, such a great storyline there. Um, talk a little bit about how the, the delicacy of handling that, of sadness. Because yeah, it was Sadis was tricky, and she's obviously an important part of the movie and a uh, bit of a show stealer, isn't she? I mean, we uh, again, it, it came up uh, just back to the research of thinking about these characters as having jobs, and even as you say their names, like you kind of get what everyone's job would be. Like Joy is obviously her job is to keep Riley or her kid happy, 
Um, anger made sense to us. His job is, is about fairness. He sort of delegates fairness and ke keeps things fair. And so you can imagine that inside your head and fear even um, keeps you safe. So if you were to get bitten by a dog as a kid, you'd then avoid dogs and that's out of being safe. Disgust was interesting. It was about um, uh, avoiding being poisoned, <laughs> literally like from Darwin, like that face that you make when you're disgusted mm -hmm. is to like expel something. That felt easy to employ. But sadness as we talked about it, it was it was it was a curious. And as a parent, we thought, well, why why would you want your kid to be sad? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You we do everything we can to avoid it, and um, so that became a fun I don't know a fun hook to us. And thinking about well, she'd be misunderstood. And Joy, our main character, wouldn't want anything to do with her. We originally had written her more of just a big crybaby. She was we thought it was funny, but every time sadness was on the screen, she would just be crying. And then when we found Phyllis Smith, who did the voice, um, who's, who's such who's an amazing. amazing actress. Yeah, she's so funny. But what Phyllis, she brought this um, hesitancy to the character. So everything, she, Phyllis says everything has a question mark on it. Like, I want to have lunch, you know? And that, I don't know, that helped us define the character in this, in, in a way that made her self-doubting, I guess. Right. Which felt right for the story. Sorry, long story. But no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I think, I think what's interesting is, and you'd certainly see this at the end of the film. And if you if you don't stay for credits, make sure you stay for the credits because there's some beautiful right. moments in the credits. And and one of the things that I don't think I'm spoiling anything by by mentioning is the wonderful way you show that um, everyone's different. That yeah. inside everyone is different. You know, they're they're all very different the way they handle it. And they're, they're, you know, they're all distinct personalities inside. All the feelings are distinct personalities. But the way they handle, you know, the, I, I guess the hierarchy in, inside each person is different. And I love the way you handled that. You, you, really, you really treated that wonderfully well. And you've got the feeling, I think you get the feeling uh, as you watch the film, um, that, that her, her setup is going to change throughout life. And, 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 and I just thought that was wonderful. Yeah, thank you for saying it. I mean, we thought about, you know, there's a scene obviously in Riley uh, um, Joy is the main character, so Joy is kind of center stage at the wheel, so to speak. And, uh, and when you when you cut to mom, and people have asked us about this, or dad, there's a different emotion sitting in the center. And um, that really was there just to show that Joy um, might have a tenure that that expires. I mean, you don't yeah. always you know you don't always have the same emotion driving you for forever. People change and grow, and you know part of the message of the film is that that's that's okay. And that's life, right? Exactly.